Welcome to South Carolina Launch's CEO podcast, where we hear from CEOs on their entrepreneur experience. Boyd and Nicole Johnson, welcome to our next featured guest. This is uh, the SD Launch podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited to be here. Nice to be here. Thank you, Jack. Absolutely. Well, hey, um, we're excited to learn more about the the uh, Boyd cycling story and um, talk talk to us about the original days, the early days of um, how how this whole uh, company came to be and um, bring us to the, the you know, kind of where we are today. But I always love to hear uh, how things started. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I've been fortunate where I've been riding my bike my whole life. Um, always loved riding my bike. I've been a bike racer uh, full-time for about 10 years. And so as I was wrapping up that uh, aspect of my career, um, you know, we're looking at what was the next step. When it when we launched the company, I was actually coaching other cyclists, and then I was working for a cycling computer company um, and racing full-time. So life was pretty busy, but, you know, I've been a wheel junkie. Um, bicycle wheels and so you know always been into bicycle wheels and so saw what made them good what made them not so good and when I was done racing in 2009 I told Nicole that uh, you know I was ready to start the company and uh, you know she fully supported me on that. I was working in the cycling industry for another company so that's where I actually learned all about just you know how it worked with the you know, bicycle dealers and how consumers purchased and so that was a really good background to come from. I also worked in the high-tech industry and the media industry, the really competitive industries. And Boyd and I met on the circuit. I actually started racing a bike for stress relief um, and fell in love with it and, you know, raced to the pro level. And that's where we met. So that's how we started. Just the passion. No, it's fascinating. And so uh, from from that origin, what was what was the original vision? If we had talked to um, Boyd and Nicole years ago and said, "Yeah, what does success look like?" What would you what do you think you would have said um, back in those those early days? What what does success look like as to your younger self, so to speak? <laughs> um, I mean, when we started the company, I don't think we even knew what would be a success or what wouldn't. I mean, you know, neither Nicole or myself had any previous experiences running businesses. Um, it was just we took something we were passionate about, and I think still to this day, it's something where we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I mean, we, I know we both look forward to coming to work and getting to do what we are. And, you know, to me, that's the successful part of this. Um, and that was true from the first day we started. So we get to do something we're very passionate about. Awesome. Nicole, what, what, what did that look like for you? So, <laughs> so I had a little bit of a different perspective. <laughs> um, you know, I had worked in corporate America and, um, you know, I was always a responsible adult, not that boy wasn't, but, you know, I always thought about how the heck am I going to pay my bills? <laughs> and so, you know, um, for me, it was, can we pay our mortgage doing this business, you know, and there's a funny thing, and Boyd and I have said it in other interviews, 
Boyd would say, babe, all we got to do is sell three wheel sets and we're good. <laughs> and, um, you know, I joke because it really, that truly wasn't the case. You know, three was a good, a good month, but you know, now we have to sell like 10 a day <laughs> to support everything we're doing. So, you know, it was really simple back then. It was just, you know, can we make enough money to pay our bills? and then put money back into the company. And that's what we did, you know, for a long time. Yeah, that, that's that's really fun to, to hear that. And so now, when you when you think about that moment where you thought, wow, this is this is actually happening. What, what we dreamed about, what we you know, had envisioned, we're, yeah. we're, now, we're now living it. Talk to us about that that moment. Was, was there a moment where you kind of just, the, the lights went off like, wow, this is a thing. This is actually, we're doing this. I remember when we sold to a stranger, we sold a wheel set to someone that we didn't know. Because, <laughs> you know, at first it was like our friends were like, well, I'll buy a wheel set from you and support your dream. <laughs> and then we sold this gentleman in California. He, he actually bought like three wheel sets and two bikes from us. We were selling bikes. And I remember looking at Boyd going, oh, my gosh, we have a business. Um, but, you know, honestly, you know, I have to say it's even more recent for us. You know, we're going on 12 years. And when we hit that 10-year mark, I said, we're doing this. We've made it to a point where we've got this. That's great. Boyd, how about, how about you? What was your point of uh, your moment of truth, so to speak? For me, it was I was racing uh, national championships in 2011 um, on a course that I was actually hoping to do well at. And the previous month before that, we had gotten so busy that I didn't have time to ride my bike. I didn't have time to train. And I was choosing the business over my personal racing. And uh, when I ended up getting dropped with a couple miles to go at national championships, I realized that, you know, this is the future, the business is more important than my own personal ambitions as a cyclist. And I was all in for, you know, making sure that we succeeded as a business. And so the, the inverse of that question, of course, is those moments where like, wow, is this going to work? Or how do we cope with this, this challenge that we didn't see? We've, we've just hit a wall or feels like it's going to go off the rails. Uh, you're a husband and wife team, which says so much, and the fact that uh, you're you're successfully growing this business, you know, over a decade later. Um, what were those What were those moments where, you know, you had to push through that hard time or that that moment of great uncertainty? What, what was that like, and what what got you through to the other side? I mean, it's there's always something here, and it's you know looking at the bigger picture. So, you know, uh, we learn a lot from failures. And so I look at any time that something's not going right, what can we learn from it? And looking at the overall larger picture of, you know, I think, what was it, Thomas Edison who said, I found 10,000 ways not to make a light bulb. And so it's, you know, you find those little things that you can learn from and, you know, starting a business from scratch without having the you know, the knowledge of running a business, you learn a lot of ways to mess up. And, um, you know, fortunately, we, you know, again, we choose something that we're passionate about. Um, and, you know, we put the same work ethic as when we were 
bike racers. Um, that same work ethic that's going to have you win a race is going to be what helps your business succeed. And, and Nicole, I saw you're you're smiling there. I, I, I'm certain you have some some nuggets there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Boyd said it best. Like it's you know every day is you know running a business. I think so many people think, oh, it's going to be easy and you know, there's really nothing that, um, you know, can go wrong. And so every day, you know, as Boyd said, you know, you just, there's challenges. Um, and I think, you know, our passion is what, what keeps us persevering. You know, so many people, I think, um, think running a business looks easy, you know, from the outside. And so, you know, I think obviously with us being married, it, it can consume us, right? Because, it's, you know, we can talk about it at night, we can talk about it during the day. Um, but, you know, we we do um, really support each other as business partners. And, you know, we have this attitude where there's nothing that we can't get through. And I think once you come to that point, um, and I always joke and say failure is not an option because we're all in. <laughs> so, you know, I don't really think about, you know, without rambling i mean i just i don't think about failing it's just not something i think about you know and i know that sounds silly um you know they say the entrepreneur is just the the most optimist and i think being optimistic you really have to but you know i think about recently which everyone's talking about is you know getting through COVID. um you know boy and i we've had over 12 years you know definitely challenges and sometimes you know things are you Feel like it's unsurmountable but we get through it every single time you know with covid um that was something we had never experienced so we really didn't know what was going to happen and i remember the first two weeks of march it got very quiet for us and i had not had that feeling for a long time of wow is this are we going to get through this um, and we just took the same attitude as we've taken, you know, through all these other challenges and said, we're going to get through this. I am not going to let any of my employees go. So I guess, you know, the short or the long answer is that we just kind of dig our heels in and we figure it out. Yeah, that, that's truly remarkable. And you can see how that's that has sustained you. When you look at um, you know, going from all of that to where you are today, um, what, what does the future look like as you think about what uh, what customers are, are looking for? And we've seen all these trends in the cycling world, which uh, I'd love to, to hear from, from you, but you know, mountain biking and now there's gravel and there's road and there's, there seems to be a lot more things opening up. And Nicole, to your point with COVID, the demand or outdoor products and even trying to find a bike, let alone key components like wheels, um, seems to have been a real thing. Uh, what what are you seeing as far as that time during COVID where, where things kicked in, but also going forward, what, what new possibilities are, are you excited about? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, we still have a very bright future. You know, obviously, as you mentioned, COVID has gotten people outside. Kids are on bikes. Families are on bikes. The supply chain is extremely taxed. Um, you know, the industry's grown over 35% this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of chatter about how much of that will stay once people get back to their normalcy, their normal lives. Um, but, you know, for us, 
and I'll let Boyd talk about this, is, you know, one of our keys to success or recipe of success is always looking ahead of exactly what are those things that we feel are going to be the future. Um, and so I think, you know, for us, our innovations and, and just paying really close attention to the marketplace is um, where we'll continue to, to strive. But I'll let Boyd talk about that because um, he's really, uh, you know, key to this. Yeah, so one of the things I really like to do is, you know, try to look ahead and look into the crystal ball of, you know, what are people riding? And it helps a lot that I'm still riding my bike. I'm still out there talking to, you know, really the customers drive the marketplace. And so, you know, we predicted the gravel trend long before many of the companies got on it. And so we were able to come out with gravel specific bicycle wheels um, when people were still repurposing mountain bike wheels or road wheels. Um, so we were able to get ahead of that trend by a couple of years. Um, you know, looking at the, you know, the new bike boom that's hit and the consumers who are in there, you know, that's been the silver lining of COVID is going out, seeing families together, seeing people get into healthy activities. And those are going to be customers over the next few years. And so looking at, you know, we have this big customer base now, but how are we going to service those people in the next two to three years? And so that's been a big plan of what we're looking forward to. And, you know, it's dictating where we take our wheel line um, and some of the products that we're going to be introducing. And when, when you look at um, brands, and it doesn't necessarily need to be in cycling, but we think of, of other uh, companies, other brands that, uh, whether it's culturally or just the way that they've made decisions, um, what what brands and, and companies do you look at and say, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great true north uh, as we look to, to build and scale our organization? Oh, you're probably better at that. I know nothing about most brands. So. That's true. <laughs> you know, honestly, Jack, um, we are in our little bubble <laughs> at Boyd. <laughs> you know, we, we've had to do it different from the beginning. Um, I mean, obviously, we look at the companies that have been successful and admire them um, a lot. But, you know, when Boyd and I started, um, there was a few big companies and we would call shops and stuff and they'd say, Who, who's Boyd? So we had to take a step back and say, you know what, we, we're going to have to do this quite differently than everyone else. Um, and so that's where, you know, direct to consumer online was how we started. And then we evolved into working with bike shops. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think definitely there's a lot of companies that are doing things um, really well. One of the things that we've taken though from some of the other companies in the industry um, is, you know, they're all doing a lot. Like, there's not really anyone who just focuses on bicycle wheels. And so, um, you know, we looked at, you know, just our position um, from a cash flow standpoint from you know, just um, resource standpoint and realize that, you know what, if we're going to do this right, we need to focus and we need to be an expert at something. And so that's what we did. And that was the best decision we ever made um, 10 years ago. Um, it was like two years in where we were doing bikes and, and handlebars and water bottle cages. And, and we had all these bikes 
that were different colors and different sizes and it never failed. Everyone, someone wanted a bike in a red that we didn't have in that size. So we quickly realized that, okay, we've got to do, we've got to really trim things back and focus. So that's kind of what we've learned from others. And when you think of the the Boyd story, um, what do you feel, what attributes of, of the Boyd story from a product or you know branding, cultural standpoint, what, what do you feel like is really resonating most powerfully in the marketplace today? I would say uh, our customer service. I mean, you know, we definitely, we take care of the customer. We like talking with the customer. And so that's something that's, I think unique in a lot of industries is, you know, so many people are focused on, we just got to get that sale. Um, we've got to automate our sales process. Um, you know, bicycle wheels are a big investment. I mean, even a budget friendly set of bicycle wheels is going to set you back multiple hundreds of dollars. And that's a big purchase for a lot of people. And if you're going to make a big purchase like that, you should have questions about it. You should be able to get those questions answered. And so, you know, I feel like our ability to talk to a customer, uh, guide them through, make the right decision is one that's going to make them a happy customer and a potential future customer again. Yeah. One of the things, Jack, that, you know, Boyd's been adamant from the beginning is, you know, when we innovate, it's not for marketing reasons. It's for, you know, the ride, to improve the ride, you know, so thinking about little details, um, you know, we always love to tell the story of this little wing nut that we created that um, goes on our tubeless valves. Um, Boyd got in a jam on a mountain bike ride and couldn't get the valve out from his friend got a flat. So they had to take two rocks. It was getting dark. Um, they had to like Jimmy the, you know, figure out how to get the valve off. And so Boyd was like, there's got to be a better way. So, you know, just taking that and that goes across our line. You know, it's just if we're going to innovate, it's for a specific reason. Um, and, you know, I think the biggest thing that Boyd and I just, are always um, taken back with is our customer loves our story. You know, they want to be part of our brand. They want to be part of the journey. And that's what we welcome. You know, we want people to, uh, you know, give us their thoughts, tell us what they think. You know, we, that's why Boyd and I still answer the phone. You know, we, we've gotten to a point where we've got, you know, several employees that can answer the phone, but we still do because we care um, and I really think that resonates with people. Yeah, that's that really is uh, a difference maker. And customer service uh, will separate you from uh, your competitors, no matter what the industry is. So that that all makes sense. Well, uh, obviously, there's been a relationship with SCRA, SC Launch, and it's always helpful for us to just hear directly from the leaders, entrepreneurs that we work with. Um, yeah, if you were to describe the relationship with SCRA, SC Launch, um, how would you describe this to to other entrepreneurs that are uh, considering uh, building a relationship uh, with SC Launch? You know, I think you know. Obviously, when people look at the SCRA, SC Launch, they look at it, you know, from an investment standpoint, and you know, trying to get, you know investment in their company so that they can grow but you know i think it goes way beyond that i mean you know the resources that we've had you know given to us with uh 
you know, accounting help, uh, growth help, uh, even getting relationships together. I mean, that's been the most valuable part. And, you know, it's that combination of the investment plus the resources that I think sets it apart from any other program out there. Yeah, SCRA has been intricate in our success. You know, we've worked with them since 2014. Um, and initially, as Boyd mentioned, you know, we um, worked with them uh, for a loan. It was a funding opportunity. Um, and very quickly, they made it clear that they wanted to be a partner with us. You know, they were really our biggest champion. <laughs> um, you know, and that, that was just an amazing um, thing to experience because we work with a lot of high caliber businesses, people who are you know, coming up with cures for cancer, you know, things that are, that are just really, really important. <laughs> um, and so the fact that they've taken such an interest in not only, you know, Boyd Cycling, but our mission and our drive and, and what, um, you know, makes us you know, evolve has just been incredible. And we're forever thankful to everyone at SCRA and SC Launch for what they've done to, to help us because we wouldn't be where we are today without them. So. Awesome. Well, last question, as you, as you think about 2021 and what we're into, what, what excites you most about this new year? <laughs> uh, where to start? You go, boy. <laughs> I mean, just, uh, you know, for us personally, we're still in the, the bike boom. Um, it has created its own set of issues, especially with, you know, everybody's trying to get parts in now. So there's shipping issues and product issues, but, you know, we've been able to hire some salespeople to come on. And with that, it's taken more off my plate. So I'm able to focus a lot on the logistics and working on getting product in. So we're actually one of the few companies in the industry who's fairly well stocked on inventory right now. And, you know, it, that's a good place to be in the middle of a bike boom. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm still in awe at, you know, what a, an amazing year we've had during a pandemic in 2020. And so, you know, as Boyd mentioned, we're really aligning ourselves with, you know, our vendors and our supply chain and making sure that, um, you know, we don't run into shipping issues because there's a, a a national issue with bringing product into the country right now. Um, but, you know, we are really thankful because um, during 2020, we were able to bring on a large distributor here in the U.S. Um, and also we've been able to land three OEM um, type projects, which, you know, for us, that's a, that's a big growth step. Um, and it's part of our plan. So everything that we put together in our plan for 2020 um, is really starting to come true. So, so we're excited to see how things will unfold in 2021. And we'd love to come back and share with you guys what happens. Well, that was going to be my next question. We'd love to be able to check back in with you at another time. And we're excited about uh, what is in store for Boyd Cycle. And uh, now we know why. You guys have been so successful. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you, Jack. It's a pleasure. Yes, thank you for having us.